Welcome to the Breaking 90 podcast, where we talk about all things sustainable fat loss. We take people on 90-day journeys to creating fat loss forever. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Breaking 90 podcast. We are your hosts, Alex Harriman, Jerrica Rydell. We are the coaches of Breaking 90 Fitness, uh, here for another episode. Thanks for listening. Hey, Jerrica. Hey, Oh, hi, how are you? Good. Both waiting for each other. Gunshot. Yeah. Um, I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. Um, just starting to like get excited for the holidays. And I'm one of those, uh, when I grew up with always making a ton of desserts and having always desserts ready. If people come over, you put out a massive plate of this oh, really? variety of desserts. And, and so this year, I, well, recently I just started thinking about maybe I should make a post about it maybe to comment how we can make these desserts healthier. Mm. And I know when it comes down to it, you know, I can make all the healthy desserts I want. When I put a plate out, if I still eat six of them, it's still the amount yeah. that I eat, right? It's still calories, but um, they're always in the freezer. So trying to have something that at least if I'm going to pick up my chocolate dessert, it's a little bit healthier. So I started if, thinking about that. And if you're going to eat six, regardless, it might as well be six of the healthier version. Right. But then I start feeling really terrible when I have like insane amounts of sugar. I just like, I feel awful. Yeah. So I've been trying to, I think maybe I'll post it on the group and say, does anyone have any good recipes? Yeah. I know somebody made a Greek yogurt bark before that looked Ooh. really good. Cause I love that. Um, like I, I don't, I'm not a huge, huge dessert fan, but there's certain ones that are like, devastating for me and I, I really like that chocolate bark with the almonds in it so that's that's I would love one. that I usually do like the melted butter and brown sugar bark so I mean that could be a great alternative yeah yep. <laughs> um, yeah my my dad always made like um nuts and bolts mix like roasted in the oven like different nuts and like uh oh. shreddies and pretzels and like seasoned and everything oh man that that crushes me too that's a good one yeah that's not terrible <laughs> it, you can make it a healthier version but same thing if you eat like an entire bowl of it it's not going to do you any justice and it's, it's that type of food where you just keep going yeah. back and yeah yeah, yeah. Cool. cool um today i want to talk about well we recently released our habit space kickstart starting in in december and i'm not sure when this episode's going to air but um i just wanted to sort of touch on our habits and things mm. that we've kind of implemented in our life because since starting breaking 90 I mean I've even started working with you I've even incorporated um, a lot of new habits and things that I think are important and non-negotiables in my life and I know we get the question often from our clients like well you know what do you do or how many calories do you eat and we our answer is always it doesn't matter what we do and what mm. we eat it, everyone's individualized but when it yeah. comes to habits I think that they can people can take a lot of good tidbits from maybe what we do or what we try to preach and, and implement it in their lives. So I just think it'd be kind of cool to share some of those things. And I know you do some awesome ones, so I'll kind of interview on those. Let's do it. I'm going to write All a right. couple notes so I don't forget yep. along the way, but you, uh, you shoot. <laughs> yeah. So I just, I'm with breaking 90. It's everyone just kind of thinks fat loss. So they think exercise and nutrition, right. And it's just, we're so much more than just that. And um, this habit space challenge or kickstart coming out can really highlight those. But before we get into it, 
I want to start with your morning. Okay. I know we both do the same thing as soon as we wake up and I want to see how you start your morning. Okay, cool. So uh, my, this is my dream morning and it happens <laughs> most days, but doesn't always happen. Uh, but I, I, it's like 90% of the time, even on weekends, okay. holidays. Um, I wake up at 5.30, which means that, which really has to start the night before because to, to wake up at 5.30, you have to have a good sleep and um, yeah. that has to start the night before. So getting things ready the night before. So the night before, I always uh, put my tech away, all my my phone, TV, whatever, get everything away so I can start winding down, get my water ready for the morning. I have a one liter bottle um, that I that I always keep with me. It used to be a liter and a half, but it broke. So now it's a liter, this new one. Um, yes. Yeah. And then I, uh, I set my alarm for 5.30 and I uh, get my foam roller out and then I read and I go to bed. And so then at 5.30, when I get up, I go downstairs and my water and my foam roller are waiting for me. And I, I drink, I, I used to just like chug as much water as I could, but I, f I found it made me so cold. Um, <laughs> yeah. so, so what I do is I chug like quite a bit of water now and, uh, but not as much. And then I do a short mobility routine, which you guys have probably all heard me talk about the Limber 11. And that takes me like eight to 10 minutes and then I come back drink more water and then I start getting my coffee ready drink more water by the time my coffee is ready I've drank at least a liter of water that's my goal oh. for coffee yeah um that's how I start out um and I can keep going but uh do you want do you want to chime in there yeah and I think that it's important that right off the hop you noted like this is your dream morning right because yeah. we understand that obviously it's not always going to happen every day things come up things our schedules change. And for people who are shift workers, you know, maybe you have two different types of schedules or myself, I coach at a gym, you know, at, at 6am a few days a week. So those mornings are very different than my dream mornings, which are me being home. Um, but like you said, in the dream state, I always, I always, we have this um, bread on the counter. Um, we love room temperature water. So I always leave a cup right on top. And that's the first thing I walk to as soon as I walk down the stairs and let the dog out. Well, dogs out going to the bathroom, I'm chugging water um, before the coffee goes on. So yeah, it's definitely that, similar to you. That coffee is so important to my morning that it like, I just, I just had to habit stack it. You guys have heard us talk about habit stacking. It's just like stack something that you want to add into your life with something you're absolutely going to do. Well, I'm absolutely going to drink coffee. So I just habit stack it with <laughs> drinking water. Um, exactly. One thing that I want to add in here, and it's a little bit off topic, but like there is so much power to starting your day on your own terms. And so this is the reason that Jarek and I both wake up early because you take control of your own day. For, so if you're starting your day for your kids, your family, your work schedule, you're no longer starting on your own terms. So if you're waking up and boom, getting ready, going to work or, or like a kid screaming right away, like that isn't starting on your own terms. You're starting on somebody else's terms. And it's a really negative way to bring yourself into a new day and this doesn't have to be a hard thing to to add into your life literally starting your own day on or your day on your own terms by five minutes can make the world of difference waking up five minutes earlier so that you can have some you time and that's exactly what we do here we start with some water i do a little mobility routine by my fireplace like that's 10 minutes of my morning that means i have to wake up 10 minutes before 
my son wakes up or before my work schedule to accommodate that. And now I've started with a win. I've started on a positive note. I think there's a lot of power in doing that. I'm glad you said that. That was those were two things I want to talk about was habit stacking, reminding everyone about that and starting your day with the win. And we talk about that so often. And and you know, for us it might just be mobility and water, but you're already setting our day up for success. And if it means waking up tomorrow at five instead of five fifteen or five thirty, because yeah. my day is starting earlier than usual, I will make that sacrifice and try to get to bed earlier so that I have that me time. I hate feeling rushed in the morning. Me too. And I hate I hate being on somebody else's schedule right away when I can't be my best. Like if my son wakes me up in the morning, <laughs> I feel like I'm not as good of a dad because he's like instantly wanting my attention, wanting to play, wanting breakfast, needing to like get dressed, go to the washroom. And I'm like, if I had woken up 10 minutes ago, I could have centered myself and been a better person for you than I am right now because I'm not in a good place. <laughs> No, exactly. That's so true, though. And then that goes for, you know, people who don't even have kids. Same thing. If you just roll out of bed and show up to work. Yeah. You know, some one, one day I was late, uh, running late to coach a class at 6 a.m. You know, I just showed up and I was scatterbrained and I wrote the workout like wrong on the board, like just wrote a few things wrong. And, and then I, you know, I'm not showing up to be my be the best coach I can be in. And so that's not something that you ever want to happen again. So set, making those priorities. It really always comes down to preparing the night before too. Like you yeah. need to, you need to plan to succeed, right? Um, getting whatever it is ready the night before that you want to do in the morning, because we only have a limited, a limited time in the morning to, to do this. And if you're wasting it, like going to fill your water glass, I know it sounds small, but these things add up, going to find your, find your water glass, fill it going to find your foam roller put it out like look up a mobility routine like this stuff should be done the night before so it's no question you just move right into whatever that win is for the day awesome um now let's kind of move i guess into just midday stuff is there anything throughout the day that um is part of your routine that either makes your day better or makes your your schedule easier for sure every day at nine o'clock i exercise um and that Ooh. looks different from day to day um some days like if it's a recovery day that might just be like walking my dog outside or something um but every day at nine o'clock I have to exercise so the reason that I've added that in and, and schedules are allowed to change guys it doesn't have to be concrete for the rest of your life this is new for me this year because Emerson's Emerson gets on his bus at 8 51 so nine minutes later I'm I'm exercising and, and that I just roll that into every day of the week because I like consistency. So I have to accommodate a few things to make it work on the days he's home, but I'm still doing something at nine o'clock every day. That's, that's huge for me starting the day with exercise. And again, when it comes to people who aren't on a regular schedule, it's, we're not saying you have to exercise at the same time of the day every day. We're saying schedule it in. Yeah. Right. It's, some point maybe sit on Sunday and say okay what does my schedule look like this week and that's what we do right we we look at the grand scheme of things plug it in um and then it's set in stone and, and like you said things change but at least we have a designated hour or 45 minutes or 20 minutes of that day dedicated to movement yeah I mean most days it's a full workout and it might yeah. be 40 40 45 minutes but there are days where that's a 10 minute circuit like I'm not I'm not saying it has to be the exact same thing every day but I just want to get that that next win in for my day there I want to exercise there because 
the rest of the day, I'm probably going to be working and I might not get a chance to do much movement until like four o'clock at night. And it will be with Emerson. So it might be something like, you know what I mean? It's, it's not yeah. going to be this. You, you might not get that workout in later. Yep. Awesome. Um, I know something for you that's a non-negotiable and that you prioritize is outside time. Mm. Um, yeah. How do you incorporate that? That's been moved again. So that's, I think that's where it really becomes important to adapt to your seasons, your schedules right. and change as you go. So I, I used to do it midday all the time. Now I've shifted things around to accommodate Emerson's school schedule because family, family is like the first thing that I block into my non-negotiables. And so if the more time I can have with my family, as soon as his bus arrives home at night, the better. So then I try to shift everything else around to accommodate that. So um, what I've been doing is we get up, he gets up pretty early typically. And like I said, his bus doesn't get here till 8.50. So we try to get outdoor time before the bus now. And okay. then as soon as the bus comes home at night. So it's kind of like we mentioned habit stacking, right? So for some people, it might be with a dog or with a kid, but they're getting, you can get your outside walk to the bus stop with your, with your kid, or if you're walking the dog, well, there's your outside time and, and there's your movement. So trying to find ways, I know we're busy yeah. and that's why we do these podcasts to help people, but um, to stack those important things to you and those habits um, is key really. When yeah. We're, when we're there. yeah. Like in the morning before his bus gets here, we'll go outside like anywhere from like 15 to 30 minutes early. That's it. And we'll just play in the yard Perfect. and like, play tag and that kind of thing so it's just it's just getting some of that outdoor exposure which i think is super important yep um with meal planning um i mean it's a little bit different if we're working from home versus um if we're leaving in the morning but are you someone who typically plans your meals in the morning or like the night before or are you like a meal prepper on a sunday no not at all i hate it <laughs> i i uh I like the idea of it, but I never do it. The, the meal prep on a Sunday. All I ever do is make enough food to have one leftover meal. Every time I make food, I make oh, enough yeah. for one leftover. Even if I make like a smoothie, I'm making enough smoothie for a second one. And I'll either put it in the fridge for later or I'll freeze it. And then the next day I'll thaw it out a little bit and blend it again. And like, just, just all about efficiency, right? Like if you're making chicken breast, make four instead of two. Uh, if you're making broccoli, make a second bowl of broccoli. Like, it, uh, that's, that's what my meal prep looks like. I, um, I always plan out the day in advance though. So like, I know, I know what I'm going to make for dinner that day before dinner time arrives, because that's when you're going to fall into problems of ordering food or going for a quick grab if you don't have a plan. So I make sure well before dinner time, I know exactly what I'm making and I make sure we have the ingredients. What about yourself comes, on that one? Um, typically, I used like I used to love the buffet style meal prep. Like I would just cook an absurd amount of potatoes and a certain amount of rice. Lately, I've been kind of falling off the wagon a little bit, and things have been more last minute. Um, but even when it comes to last minute, it's always like you know I'm having breakfast for dinner. It's usually my go-to last minute idea. It's it's so easy if I don't have any meat thawed, right? It's it's just throw a, you know eggs, egg whites, all bunch of veggies in a pan, making a big omelet. So I've been lately been more of a last minute meal type of person, but typically I'm a buffet style prepper, just like mass amounts. And then you just kind of open up your containers that you have, scoop it into a new container for that day. And then you have every day is kind of different because you're picking um, out of the different containers. But yeah. I do love the mass amounts. Like 
I love my pressure cooker. I obsessively all the time. I'm always making um, pulled chicken. I just throw like so six good. frozen chicken breasts. Just pull them right out of the freezer, throw them right in. I'll put a bit of chicken broth and seasoning and, and I have a ton of pulled chicken ready in 12 minutes and that'll last over the course of three days. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't, I still haven't given in to the Instapot, but I use my slow cooker a ton and like I'll yeah. make slow cooker fajitas, which is just like the chicken with the taco seasoning or the fajita seasoning. I usually make my own just because it's a little bit less sodium um, yeah. than, I, than I like. And, uh, and then add in onions, peppers, mushrooms and cook that for the day and then shred the chicken. And it's like, it's amazing. You can put it on rice, you can put it in a wrap, you can put so it on a, like whatever. You make burrito bowls out of it. Like it's so yeah. good. <laughs> so then, yeah, cook a pot of rice, which is the easiest thing ever. And then you have your meals ready. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm all about quick meals. Like I, I'm not someone, I do love to cook, but it's, it's a time thing, right? So that's more of a weekend thing when I love meals that are quick easy, simple. Um, and, and that's my go-to for sure. Nice. Um, All right. Oh, you got some, go, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was just kind of thinking like, um, I know we have like our evening sort of routine and, and you actually made a post on this the other day with, you know, blue light or turning your lights off. And, and I know, how do you manage that in the evenings? Yeah. I just like, I kind of have like these, these hard deadlines in my day so the first one is caffeine and and I suck at this because I love caffeine so much I love coffee I would drink it all day long <laughs> if I could um so what I do is I have a cutoff for coffee where I switch to tea and I know tea still has caffeine in it but it's it's significantly less and I'll drink tea instead after that cutoff and uh, that's been working really well for me um so I have like my coffee cutoff the next cutoff I have is big meals I don't eat any big meals after 7 30. The next cutoff I have is, is I try not to work too late at night. There's nights that we have to, because we do coaching calls with clients and stuff. Um, but try not to work too late at night because it gets my mind racing and I start thinking about different unique problems and situations and all that. So I want to, I want to really give my brain time to wind down. And that, uh, that might mean like, first of all, like we'll watch an episode of TV. Typically like you watch an episode of TV after that, you're going to be able to shut down because it's not going to, usually an episode of TV isn't going to leave you thinking for that long. So then after that, though, I need tech free time. And I think we all need tech free time. So TV goes off and I try to allow an hour. So 930, I try not to have any more tech, phone, TV, whatever. Um, but sometimes that doesn't work. Sometimes it's a half hour. So it's just, it's just allowing your brain that extra time to shut down. So I'll like, I'll clean up the kitchen typically then. Uh, that's like my go-to. Load the dishwasher, clean up the kitchen, start the dishwasher, go upstairs, shower, and um, read my book until I go to sleep. And, and then that's that's like 10.30. I know a lot of people are going to kind of say, you know, guys, I know they'll say that they have three kids and this all all these habits seem impossible, but that's not kind of the idea. It's just to, to find one that maybe resonates with you or yeah. to find just yeah, pick one and say, that's something that I've really wanted to try to incorporate. Maybe I'll yeah. do it that way, or maybe um, I'll try this. So it's not about doing everything that, that Alex does or that I do. It's, it's just hopefully one will resonate and, totally. and can help your life in a better way. Even when I say one of these, like an hour tech free, like it's a great <laughs> idea, 
It doesn't yeah. always work. Start with 15 minutes, start with 10 minutes. Just don't lay in bed on Instagram, scrolling Instagram as you fall asleep because your mind is racing. You're getting that, that screen time and it's, it's affecting your sleep quality. Even if you fall asleep while you're looking at that phone, your brain isn't shutting down as quickly. So like, these are just little things, right? Start working on small changes. Don't, don't look for the biggest, the biggest things you can change in your life. No, that's awesome. Uh, I totally agree. Uh, I think are there, everything. I, I was just going to say, are there any habits of yours that we haven't touched on? Um, I'm just trying to think most, we have very similar ones. So I knew that me kind of asking you questions would, would highlight most of them. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't think so. I mean, my schedule is a little bit more all over the place. So instead of the daily planning, I try to do more. I look at the week in the grand week scheme too. of things because my, as a massage therapist, you have evening shifts and morning shifts and your days are quite different. Yeah. Um, so my, you know, my workouts this week are at 8 p.m. at night. Do I love to work out at 8 p.m.? No, that's the last thing I want to be doing. Um, but that's the only day I, time I can fit it in this week. Um, the, the only other one I've been trying to implement, which I, I, I'm, this is probably the habit I'm worst at, which I'm okay admitting because it's something I'm working on is just making time to meditate. It's, it's something I've always had a hard time with, but I kind of like the idea of it. Um, so I like, I kind of treat it the way I treat my mornings. If I can finish my work day with like a 10 minute meditation, I do calm app. I like it. Um, I'll spend like 10 minutes doing that. And that kind of allows me to like move into family time again and separate myself from the work day. So that's something I've been trying to implement, but I could definitely do better at. I want to say that that's one of my habits because it used to be. And yes, I've completely fallen off the wagon and that's definitely a goal. Um, that's definitely on the list to get back into. And, and now that the winter months are here, you know, I was, I was pretty, I was getting into the cold tub and I've mentioned this on a few podcasts before. And, and then I started looking outside with a frozen layer of water or frozen layer of ice on top and my boyfriend will take the hammer and, and just start breaking it and he just hops in like it's no big deal and I just stand from afar and avoid it so that's also another habit that I typically was into so those two the meditation and the cold tubs I know how much better of a person I feel and am when I do them it's yeah just the start and then we're all human right we uh you totally. can't say I'm going to pick seven of these amazing habits and start them today Right. And that's for everyone listening. It's like, maybe pick one, let's implement it for a few days, few weeks. If it becomes easy, add another one. And, and that's kind of how I look at it. And you're going to fall off with some of them, but that's okay. <laughs> circle, circle back, revisit why it's important to you. And if you want to re-add it, like that's, that's all part of this is uh, that that's normal. You hear us talk about our bare ass minimums all the time. And you can't, you can't always be focused on 20 different bare ass minimums. Um, the last thing I want to ask you is, are you tracking your nutrition at all or not right now? I, I go in waves. Definitely. It's coming back in because I'm going into um, a pretty, I'm looking forward to actually going into the Spartan training. I've got my strength training back up now that my back's feeling better. Um, and then this, the winter runs will start coming into play. So that will definitely be starting um, shortly. And that in itself is a habit, right? Just being consistent on your nutrition goals. Um, right. When I do track, it's um, I'll put in all the really important things in at the beginning, beginning of the day, like the protein that I know I'm about to have. Or if I love my nighttime, like I always talk about my nighttime treat that I love, um, that will go into the app. I just use an app um, ahead of time. And yeah. then as I go throughout the day and, and, and have different things, I add that in. But I try to pre-plan my day as much as possible when I am tracking. 
Yeah, I think for me, the biggest thing with nutrition tracking is pre-planning like months in advance, like a full month, week, day in advance. So uh, what I mean by that, and I do this with all of our clients, is like if you're going into a difficult week, allow yourself more nutrition freedom with the expectation you're going to slow down progress a bit for that week. And I do that with myself all the time. In a busy week, I'll be like, what is what can I kind of bump this up to so that maybe I don't make any progress this week, but I at least don't fall off the rails. Right. And then in a in a week where I don't have a lot of obstacles, I'll push a little bit harder. I love that. And then exactly looking at the month and how many days do I need to we do this with our clients. So we need to make sure we're, we're on par and we're really pushing and how many days can we allow that freedom? And we always say about 80 to 80% um, to see progress. And, and especially with the holidays coming up, it's, it's definitely, totally. if you have nothing in the beginning of the month, might be a good time to push so that you can have that freedom a little bit more towards the end of the month. Yeah. Like I'm not going to try to make progress between the 18th of December and January the 3rd. I'm not going to, I'm going to try to maintain like, that's, that's my goal. Cool. That's a great goal. Yeah. And it's realistic, right? And that's what we talked about in our other podcast about setting realistic goals. Yeah. Cool. Good topic today. Cool. You, you got a, like a tip to leave us with? Well, since we talked about so many like awesome tips during the podcast, I kind of wanted to leave more with, like, I guess, like a recipe today. Um, I love dips. And I know dips can often be not so much the, the healthiest version. So something simple that I do is I take my protein powder, which is right now is chocolate milk. I think we both have the same one. Um, I take my chocolate protein powder. I'll take um, powdered peanut butter and then either like an almond milk. Sometimes I just use egg whites actually. So it's a little more sticky and I mix it up and it's like a, like a caramelly textured dip and I'll use my banana or apple and dip it in there. Sounds good. Yeah. Cool. Try it out. Thanks for sharing that one. Awesome. All right, guys. Thanks again for listening. Hope you found this episode helpful. Um, leave us a comment, leave us a review, take a screenshot, share it on Instagram, share it with a friend that you think is going to find it helpful. We appreciate you guys being here and hope you have a great day.